don't know if I've ever told you this before, but Genesis does what Nintendo don't. I don't know if you know <laughs> the Imperial Schools of Honor podcast. I'm Josh Folan. And I'm Jay Backstrand. And we are going to be bullshitting about the formative years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again. Today we are pounding some Halloween pumpkin bucket McDonald's Happy Meals, then heading over to Nathan's house for a serious sesh of Sega's 1990 release of Tengen Cyberball for the Sega Genesis, even though Jay here brought his fucking NES card for some reason. <laughs> Everyone loves a Nintendo, man. You just gotta have options. You gotta have options. Emulation disclosure, uh, I played the Genesis game on Fusion on my PC with a proprietary 3-button OG gamepad piped in via USB adapter. Jay, I'm guessing you played a whole smorgasbord of ways. <laughs> that is correct, Josh. I actually played uh, with the standard NES controller via LaunchBox NES Topia on my PC with the standard USB attachment. And then when we played together, I played the same way only with the 6-button Genesis controller via USB. Word, word. Please rate and review the podcast. Be part of the ISOH movement. Give us validation on your podcast platform of choice in the form of a rating or review, and we'll read it here on the pod. What are we jamming on now? Jay, what are you jamming on now? So, a little bit of uh, ESO. I'm up on my, uh, with the new latest patch, had to get my Sork back up to Magicka, hitting as high as I need to be with the new sets, had to farm that out, and I've just been running some trials there, so that's been fun, trying to get like the really sweaty achievements for the highest DPS, the hardest trials in the game. Uh, outside of that, man, playing some grounded still, you know, it's it's fun when I can, like, really with their new release, they're just added so much to the game with its, that's, like, final official release of the that's game. That's back, the backyard one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so many options now, and it, it's a blast. It's, yeah, but that's really the long and short of it, man. It's been, uh... Short gaming sessions lately. <laughs> word, 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 word. Okay, okay. What about you outside of VR football? Well, that's one thing. We'll get to that. Before that, before I bit on that, I guess that's been out for since like September now. I started. I think it came out with the start of the season. Um, intelligently on their behalf as far as marketing goes. Yes. Uh, but no, the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea walkabout mini course, mini golf course rather, dropped on the 29th. Oh, and I mean, okay. you you have not played it, I presume, yeah? No. Uh, it's really good, dude. They, you know, every time. La- Labyrinth, Labyrinth is bigger because it's, you know, it's that IP, but. And it was like, spot on. Let's not disrespect to Labyrinth. Yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely great. And, th- you know, that's the, like, I actually had this, v- this is one of the VHS cassettes. I'm pretty sure I stole from the library as a kid. <laughs> 20,000 leagues <laughs> under the under the sea. But. What? Yeah, the so I I have seen it, but it's been a while. So you know my uh, understanding or comprehension of the accuracy, as far like the thematic or narrative accuracy, I don't know. But the it's like two different stories: the easy and the hard modes, which is cool. It's like two different situations, you know, which is cool. I think that just gives a little bit more. I don't know. I don't. You know, it's it just gives it some more. It's like it's it's you know and they're they're always totally different experiences the easy and hard courses but because this one is so different 
you know, it, it adds another layer, I think, which okay. is which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's really the the music is fucking great. It's really good. The atmosphere is incredible. The I guess you know it's not spoiler to say the the easy one is the a giant squid is attacking the sub <laughs> from from below. So like the giant squid's tentacles are woven throughout break points the in the oh, okay. in the hall. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. They move. No. They uh, yeah. No. Oh, they yes. Cool. No. They definitely do. Yeah. They they, they move in some parts. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, but no, yeah, it's really fucking good, and the you know the the idea of putting you're you know you're in a very confined space in a submarine, even if it's a big yeah. fictional fictitious submarine, you're still in a confined space. So like they had to devise a way to make a course in there. You know, it's it's very packed in. Wait, you're in the sub the whole time. I was wondering how this worked. Like, are you underwater? Like, yeah, you're inside never, the yeah, sub. Yeah, I, I kind of. Yeah, I expected there to be some. Un- well, I mean, you can you know you can go outside the sub certainly, but there's no mini golf out there. Okay, interesting, uh, interesting. That's yeah, no, that's cool. And yeah, and you know, it's, it's all it's obviously all very you know everything is steel. It's just it's very st- steel, but there is also this layer of like opulent decor too. You know, like opulent classic decor. That opulent fits. submarine yeah. chic. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. For for Sir Nemo, Captain Nemo. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's fucking really good. It's hard too, man. It's it's one of the harder courses for sure. The hard, the like the hard hard course is fucking unreal. Like I was, there's the there's some like there's like these port situations that have. Like they're like exhaust ports, you know. So there's air coming out of them. So you have like these air things to deal with. Like fucking really difficult to fucking reliably use, you know, or avoid or whatever it is. It's fucking very frustrating. The hard one, but very good. Already got the putters and the balls, of course. It's fucking <laughs> naturally, yeah, uh, absolute blast. We we'll definitely have to jump in and and give that a play. Uh, so yeah, so the big thing, yes, I've been I've been hitting on you and Jab via the. The, the text chat uh, for the past couple of days is I caved and I bought NFL Pro Era, the QB simulation on, on Oculus. And so this, I mean, they, you know, it, like I said, it dropped at the beginning of the season. So I've been listening to shit about it for about a month. And, you know, both the Rough Talk guys and the uh, Let's Play Oculus podcast that I listen to both have done pieces on it. And the Let's Talk Oculus guy in particular has been really on it, you know, and and he's he's not he's not uh, he's not from he's not from America, so he's not American football is kind of new to him, you know, so he's like extra like blown away by it and like excited about it, okay, which is which has pretty been pretty fun to listen to, but it's <laughs> you know I you get into it and it's like it is it's. You know, there's just never been there's never been a football game like this before. There just hasn't. I mean, I I know I've actually gotten into, I spent a lot of yesterday bantering with some guy that I guess there's one there's a there's a different VR one called Two MD or there's some sort of I don't know what it is exactly. I've never played it, of course, uh, but I guess the physics are a little better in it. But it does not have the NFL license. It's obviously not on the Oculus. That's why I didn't know about it. It's on some other VR platform. So you know, uh, he was saying some of the sh- like the mechanics of how you control where the ball goes and the physics of the ball, like all that's not as good as he's seen in other places. Me having no prior experience of this kind of football, it mm-hmm. is earth shattering. It is 
unbelievable. Earth it is shattering. So, yeah, it is so much fun. <laughs> and like, yeah, like I said, and, and, and it like, so yeah, I mean, I guess it's worth exposing. So you are just the quarterback. You do not control anything else. You have no control. You don't have control. Like the plays, like, you know, you have a headset. Of course, you're the quarterback. So you're in the huddle. The play gets radioed into you. And you have a wristband. You can see the play on your wristband. And you like, he, he tells you the play. You look at it on your wrist and you hit like break. Okay. So you go to the line. You can go to the line. You can audible at the line. You can pull your, you can look at your wrist again. And there's plays you can go through to audible if you want. But you don't necessarily control play calling. And like, if it's fourth down, you don't decide whether you're kicking or, or whether you're punting or going for it. Or, you know, you don't make any decisions. All this shit comes from the, from the sideline, you know? And, <laughs> So it takes all that shit off your shoulder. So you have like this, it's role playing. And that's, I think that's, I didn't expect, I didn't even know I wanted that. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's never been offered to me in a football game. Right. It, you know, you play, you control everything. You you have, you're, you do all the stuff. Yeah, you're in charge. I, I didn't know that I wanted this, but it's like, it creates this emotional, like I've, you know, I quit football in seventh grade. I never really had to stand on a sideline and care about something I don't have control over when it comes to sports. You know, I never had that like loss of, of control that hmm. it, it just never even occurred to me. It, it, or at least the emotional impact of it never occurred to me. I obviously oh. realized that when Josh Allen walks off the field, he no longer has control of what happens, but that doesn't actually land unless you experience it. It's a different right. emotional response to it, you know? So yeah, so you don't have control over any of that shit. So, you know, so even if you score or whatever, you come off the field and like, if you give the ball back to the other offense with two minutes left, you're just on the sideline. You have to, you can you can fast sim through it, so you don't have to watch the other team on offense if you don't want to. Uh, and like whether or not I do is kind of situational. But if you want to sit and watch, you can sit and watch the other quarterback drive down the fucking field, and you're like, God damn it! Like I, you, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing. And like again, I just cannot believe how much how emotionally impactful that was to experience. And how how enjoyable in turn it was, you know, uh, like watching that the first game. So I lost the first game to the Rams, and then we played Titans on Monday Night Football. And the stadiums are beautiful, dude. The stadiums are perfect. Like Monday Night Football is actually at night. Like the the Bills game at night was at night. The day games are during the day. Like the actual NFL schedule is accurate in the way the games are played, and the and the, the stadiums are pretty fucking impressive. It's not like the the activity is not great, like the fans are stock bullshit, but like right. the actual architecture of the stadiums and like the signs, the jumbotrons, the everything is like really spot on and accurate. Mm. Like so SoFi, the opening game I went to that first ga- the so- game in SoFi, so I had it, you know, recent in my memory and like the fucking ring at the top, like it's all the the way the the arch the arches at the ends where the the it's open air, you know, so air can supposedly come yeah. in it's exactly like it's supposed to look. Dude. It was really impressive from that perspective. Wow. But, yeah, it is a little empty. The sidelines are just, you know, there's not even a whole 53 players. You don't see the coaches. Like, that That could use some development. And it is a little, you know, it's not perfect. It, it is. There are some buggy moments. But as frustrating as those have been, and I would say, you know, I've played six games now and done some multiplayer stuff. I've maybe had four bug out moments and like that's a high number I think but in each instance I've just been like fuck and restarted it cuz it's that mm. much fun you know so like even fail states are not bad like failures of the program 
are not enough to keep me from playing it. So I think the actual gameplay must be really fucking engaging and fun, you know? So, so yeah, so that's like the, yeah, that's the format of it. And in the moment, so, you know, you get up to the line, dude. And like, there's all these things that matter, like the, the mechanics, you know, like you, there's a lot, there's shotgun plays and that's easier for the most part. The ball just gets snapped back to you. But when you go under center, you have to put your hands, there's like a box of where the ball is supposed to go, and you have to properly get your hands in the right spot and stay there until the ball, until you have the ball, and then can start to drop back. And if you don't, you can fucking fumble. And <laughs> when you're at, the, you get you get down, you're at the line. You can see the defense, man, and you can you can look over your receivers. You can see where your receivers are. You can look at the matchups. It's fucking high level shit, dude. It it, it is really really immersive. And, you know, it's loud as fuck. They do a good job with the audio, so it feels like you're in a fucking game, you know. And, like, you know, the play starts, drops back, shit moves, man. And it's like, you know, you know, you you can look at your play on your wrist and you can you think you know where things are supposed to be and where they're going and shit. But it is fucking hectic, man. And, like, when a dude's bearing down on you and you got to make a decision, just like we were talking on Cyberball, it's like, holy shit, this (laughs) this is how it feels, you know. And it's... Fucking dude, I mean, I don't know, man. It, it's it's really, really fucking fun. It is really fucking fun, and it is licensed. That's that's another thing. It's, it's so it's licensed, so it has all the players. You can you can pick any quarterback. I mean, you, it's you anyways, and you can customize the shit out of them. The, I mean, the gloves yeah. you can wear. And oh, nice. You obviously can't see yourself and shit. The balls you can get and stuff. Um, you know, you can get actually like. That's a cool thing too. So I like the multiplayer is a little lame. You can't do head to head. I found out. I thought you could. There's a multiplayer uh, option, but it's not head to head. It's like a bunch of little mini games and shit. But it's kind of like a lobby. So you like the first time I did that yesterday, I went in there and I just get dropped into this lobby. And there's this, there's a there's a Lamar Jackson avatar standing next to me. And it turns out to be a kid. And like usually when that first happens, you're like, oh fuck, it's just, how, how bad is this gonna suck? You know? And like yeah, you know, I'd guess he maybe 12, 12, maybe 13, something like that, 11, 12, 13, something like that, just preteen. So not like a total disaster. Like, yeah, can have a conversation. And, you know, we started bullshitting and like, we're just, I ended up hanging out with the kid for like 30 minutes, man. And he's teaching me shit. He like taught me what I was getting at here is, so you, you know, there's this trophy room and you can, you get all these trophies for in-game accomplishments and shit. There's all these trophy cases and there's like a, Super Bowl ring thing, display case when you win the Super Bowl rings and stuff. But there's also a ball rack, two ball racks. So when you beat a team, you get their ball. Any whatever team you beat, you get their team ball, you know, and it's got their logo and name on it and shit. You obviously can't beat your if you're the Bills, you can't beat yourself. So you, there's no way right. to get a, you're not going to get a Bills ball, right? It didn't occur to me. He's like, so yeah. So what you do is if you want to play, because you can you can pick any of those balls to play with as your ball in the game. So he's like, if you want the Bills ball, you just need to switch to a different quarterback. And beat the Bills in a game, and then the ball will appear in your trophy room, and then you can go back to Josh Allen or the Bills quarterback and use the Bills ball. You know, so it's just like it's a perfect example of what I always say about the the shared learning experience of VR multiplayer is just on a whole other level of like I don't know camaraderie and like exchange, yeah. open flow of ideas. It's really fucking cool. You know, I, I really really like that about VR, and just it continues continuously rears its head as a, as a really cool aspect of VR gaming. But so yeah, so I was in there and we did a bunch of little mini games and shit. There's like, you know, you just throw at targets. There's a dodgeball game you can play, which is pretty cool. Um, 
there's some weird boss mode thing I couldn't really figure out, and the kid didn't have an expansion for it either, so I'm not sure that even works. But the it does have a little bit of multiplayer component shit. So yeah, you get in the game, dude, and like, you know, it at first too, because you have to throw the ball. So there's a throwing mechanic, you know, and like. At first, you're like, you're trying to figure out, like, what the fuck, how does this work? And you like, you kind of, and this is what one of the dudes on Twitter was bitching about. You have to, to throw the ball to a receiver, you have to, like, look at them, and they get, like, a highlight on them. Like, and, you know, and receivers can be bunched up and on top of each other to some degree, and you got to kind of yeah. wait for them to spread out. I mean, an NFL quarterback coach would tell you, you shouldn't throw the ball to where two receivers are standing anyway, because <laughs> there's more defenders there. So there's one counter argument to doing that in the first place. But it can be a little bit frustrating trying to get the right highlight on the right guy if they're bunched up. Um, but so, yeah, yeah you got to highlight them, and then you obviously have a, a throwing motion. And, like, if you do it wonky, man, like, the you know, and, like, especially rushed, if you, like, you know, try to, like, fucking oh, whip that in there, like, it's not yeah. going to work, you know? And, like, at first that's frustrating, but the more you play, you're like, I, at least my my take on it is it feels like, you know, those guys have a fucking program. They're programmed to have a the same throwing motion, the same delivery, the same mechanics, every fucking throw the right way, you know? And like that's I think that is an implementation of that idea. Like you have to method you cannot just you know whip your fucking hand cuz the ball's <laughs> not going to fucking go where you're wanting it to go, you know? And like it, until you get the hang of that and like calm, cool and collectively play quarterback, which again I think is the way those motherfuckers need to get. That's what they talk about. Slow the game, slowing down, yada, yada, yada. That's what it is. Like, cooling the fuck off in there despite chaos happening is what makes a good quarterback. And, like, I think it, well, not supports, but, like, rewards you for playing that way, you know? Like, being calm and, like, just methodically delivering the ball in, like, a, you know, a paced yeah. way. And, like, yeah, man, it's fucking, you know, it's fucking... I don't know. It's really fucking fun, and like, and it's so funny because you're so removed as you're as the only player, or as just the quarterback. They become a, the other players are no longer you. They're other human beings on the thing. So like, a guy fumbles and it's like you motherfucker. <laughs> like, I can what the fuck, man. You know, it's like it's their fault. It's not your fault. And like again, it's just like these little. It's role playing, and it's like this this whole new like emotional layer. To wow. playing a football game that is really again, I didn't know I wanted. I didn't even know existed because it's just never been presented to me, you know. And like even in the experience, yeah. And like when you, you know, this is a really high level thing. But like when you watch football in person, I go to a lot of games, and it's always weird to me how you don't. It's it's harder, almost harder, to follow exactly what's happening. And to really be able to discern what's happening because, you know, you have one, a different perspective that you're not accustomed to having the broadcast, whatever. But like, you know, like I can never tell when a PAT is is good or not. I can never tell. It's like, it's just hard to tell in real life, you know, and it, cause there's no sound effects to it. It's just like, it's just, it's kind of like, I don't know. You tell me if it went through and like, that's how it <laughs> yeah. feels. There's no, there's no, you know, you're on the sideline, you watch the guy kick and you're kind of like, I don't know. And you kind of just have to wait till they tell you on the scoreboard. And it's like little shit like that. When you throw the ball, sometimes I can't even tell if he caught it because there's just shit in the way, you know? And it's kind of like, I'm like, look, yeah. like, fuck, did he catch that shit? And like, kind of how you, know, you would be. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You know, and again, it's just like, it's just another layer to the experience of it that is so much more 
real or impactful, which, you know, it's VR. It's fucking obvious to say. Maybe I'll have to try it after all. Yeah. That, sounds, yeah, that sounds very yeah, uh, appealing. It's actually. really fucking fun, man. And like I said, I went into it highly skeptical because I just didn't think that the Oculus could do it. I just didn't think it could do it. You know, I didn't think it'd be capable of doing this in a good way, in a fun way. And, and you know, and, and, and I'll tell you, it's it's not, the AI is not perfect. They need, I know they, I, I did read that initially there was, there was a lot of fuck-ups and they've done a big update since. So they're working on it and making it better. And this is a company, I guess this is the company, Status Pro, that does the, like, player mapping shit that, like, the quarterbacks do to improve their mechanics, to map their mechanics mm. and work on this. So this so this company is okay. using that same technology. So it's, like, it's an implementation of that, you know. So they – this is something that they're trying to get better for sure, you know. But, like, yeah. the player like, – like, it has the NFL license, so it has all the players. And, like, all the numbers are right and the jerseys are right. And I don't even say their body types are relatively right. But, like, Dawson Knox is black. And he's not black in real life, you know. So like, <laughs> it was just like there's some, you know, there there's still it's definitely still a work in progress. Like so much of Oculus is, you know, that's kind yeah. of what the kind of one of the things I like about it is that it feels like this developing fucking realm of of gaming that's just not they're not quite there. It's almost charming in the in the way <laughs> they're kind of just trying shit and like. It's not, you know, not everything is quite there yet, but they're trying, you know, and they're trying to push the envelope. And it's fucking, yeah, dude. It's it's. I mean. It has a 14-day re- refund policy, supposedly. So, I like, dude, I downloaded it, and I even played one game, and I was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to return this. And then I turned it back on the second time and played it a little more, got a little hooked, and, yeah, I, 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 all I want, it's all I want to do now. <laughs> <laughs> more football. Hey, it's that time of, the year, time of yeah. the year, you know? Yeah. So, you can definitely, yeah, if you know, download it, and if you fucking play it a few times, and if it doesn't land return it you know you don't even have to pay the 30 bucks it's 29.99 which i guess is you know high watermark kind of a high watermark not the highest you can get on Oculus, i feel it's pretty standard though for a, yeah for the, especially a big days. i mean it's got an nfl license for christ's sake you know like, yeah the fact so. that it's only 30 is kind of surprising like why nfl on it? it's gonna be the most expensive fucking thing ever you would think but hmm. um yeah man yeah it's fucking yeah like the one of the bugs like I'm playing the first game I'm playing the rant. And like the thing, like I would a recommendation I'll make. Don't like you can't like put the headset down. Like most of my I think if not all, most of the bug situations have been where like in the middle of a game, I take the headset off, set it down on side of the guardian, go do something, come back, and like yeah. you turn it back on and like it might not even be immediate, but like a little bit down the line, like shit's off, you know? Mm. So like you, yeah, you you gotta play the whole game. If, like Commit. I think that's what yeah, exactly. Which isn't that hard. I mean, you can play five minute quarters, which I think I might turn them up because it's the way it works out, like it's kind of a, not enough possession time for a whole half football. The way it works out, but either way, the you know it's not that fucking long. And like, yeah, if you set the fuck, if you take the thing off, you get, if it can fuck up a little more easy, I think, than if you just play the game all the way through. Um, but yeah, the first time I was doing it, the first glitch I had was like, like I, I think it was a kickoff. It started on, which is funny because the other another major glitch I had was kickoffs too. Maybe kickoffs are a weak weak place in the programming, but the. <laughs> Yeah, the, like, the the guys just endlessly were wrestling with each other. Like, they just started, like, a play ended, and then players just kept wrestling, and it just wouldn't, like, go to the... <laughs> it wouldn't go to the next play. It just went on. What? Yeah. And then another thing happened on a kickoff. I think my team went first. A kickoff came in, and, like... They can't. The returners are terrible too. That's the thing. It's. Well, I don't know. I've seen it. It's not like it's the same thing every time, but it feels like the returners. The returner AI is particularly stupid. But 
the one time they kick the ball off and, you know, it looks like my returner is about to get tackled and he's got like a collection of guys around him and he just can't get tackled. And like, he ends up just running for a touchdown <laughs> because no one can tackle him, you know? And then, and then my team kicks off to them and their returner was doing the same thing. And it was just like, if I had to, if I wouldn't have turned it off, it would just been back and forth kickoff returns for a touchdown. What? You know? Oh so like, gosh. yeah, so like weird ass shit like that. But again, you just fucking, you know, power cycle and it's fine when you turn it back on. So still a work in progress, but pretty fucking cool for sure. And yeah, I just, I cannot, be- it's, I cannot believe how wild the, it just feels, man. Like it's yeah, it's such a just a whole other level. Check yeah. it out. So yeah, we're playing that, and then I just down. I haven't started playing it yet, but I downloaded the new uh, Return to Monkey Island, the point and click mm. thing on on Switch, which is the first time I like I needed to like my Switch was like wasn't even sure it was going to turn on, <laughs> uh, but it's on that and Steam and having it in your hands seemed cooler. So Amy and I are going to start. It's like a point and click game. That's like a a, a a brand new one they did in the same story world uh, from Ron Gilbert, the Maniac Mansion guy. So I'll have reports on that next time. Okay, let's talk about Cyberball on the Sega Genesis. That is the Cyberball soundtrack from the NES version. Bringing us in. Is that the? That's the only music in the whole game. Pretty much, yeah. That yeah. is the only music. Other that, everything else was like the touchdown sound, the safety yeah. sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was it. I, I was like, were... it was. A, it was like a minute and twenty-five seconds long. Like the whole thing. I I assume they were not voice samples for those. Did not. It's, no. Absolutely not. No. Don't the act like it's impossible. It's not impossible on the NES. Blades of Steel, et cetera, et cetera. But base is loaded. But um, yeah, I would not have guessed at this game. (laughs) I guess I didn't even know there was one on NES. When did that come out? Did we even look up when it came out? I did. I have it. It came out. The the NES version came out in 88? No, there's no way. There's no way. We'd have seen it or something. That's got to be the arcade version. I mean, yeah, the Genesis one, yeah, that's got to be the arcade release date. Hold on, I I had that. (laughs) Hold on while I source this great information. The NES version, I guess, came in 92. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That makes a lot more sense. Okay, anyways, so the, the manual opens with the history of Cyberball, and I'm sorry for the length here, but this is good and important to the experience of the game, I think. Football began as a sport contested by human beings. However, in the year 2006, the first instance of illegal bionic surgery was uncovered. An all-pro player was found to have his left knee rebuilt with robotic parts and was subsequently banned from the league. Two years later, amidst numerous complaints from opposing teams, two more players who were found to have undergone the illegal surgery were tossed out of the league. In an effort to save his beloved game, the football commissioner instituted a random bionic testing program. As expected, the testing exposed many violations. Unfortunately, though, the commissioner's efforts would prove to be for naught. Due to increasingly ridiculous salary demands, the increasingly serious injuries to the players, and league rad- and the league gradually made the change to complete robotics. By the year 2022, 
exclamation, 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 the game of football, adored by millions, had changed forever. The combatants were no longer living, breathing humans, but robots. The traditional pigskin was replaced with a 350-pound bomb. An invisible force field was installed to protect the spectators, human beings, from flying debris. <laughs> Penalties were eliminated completely. Who in the fuck, Jay, would expect this game to be a stark commentary on the politics of the modern NFL? There's an, there's an allegory for performance-enhancing drugs in there. Ridicule the economics of it all. I'm just, like, sh- like blown away. <laughs> uh, that that was how the manual started, you know. that was It was really... Really wild to me. <laughs> History repeats itself. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, does it need to be said what kind of game this is, Jay? <laughs> I mean, come on. We're talking robot football. Let's go. Yep. Like, I love it in an odd way. Like, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's, you think you have robots, you have football, you put them together. Like, this isn't exactly what I thought would come up, but like, even the sprites with some of the tank type, right, 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 like the way they player roll. Types. Yep. Yeah, it, like, like it's different than I thought, but it, I think it executes well. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, again, I just cannot stress the this constant comparison to Base Wars in my head. <laughs> yes, it's just so so similar in in concept. The release for this, for the Genesis version anyways, was July 1990, and as far as shit happening that month, the on the 11th, a guy had been running, there was, he was arrested, so this is kind of when it came to a head, I guess. A guy had been running around NYC stabbing women with a throwing dart, like, dart game, throwing what? dart. He had stabbed 50 of them, 50 women, and then was what? arrested. They ever so cleverly called this guy the dart man. Uh, yeah, but can you imagine, like, you know, again, like, it's always so funny, like, the reason I cannot not cite these NYC things is because there's just such an emotional close to, like, you know, walking around, like, I think some of the random shit that I saw happen in NYC while walking around there for 13 years, like, how fucking insane would it be to just be walking around, some dude just runs up and stabs you with a dart, like, (laughs) what the fuck, what the fuck? Like, how do you even walk around New York after that? Like, right, right, right yeah. Over your shoulder. For yeah, like, I'm not. When I first Ninja moved, stars and stuff. Right, 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 yeah. When I first moved there, I mean, we were. It was definitely when I was still living because I was in the. It was in the Times Square station. The coming from the Eighth Avenue over to the Seventh Avenue stations. That hallway. With that, where it has the escalator down to the Seven Train, you know, and I was walking. It was Lindsay and I. We were walking. I think we were actually walking to the 8th Avenue side from the 7th, the Times Square side. And we walked by this dude and like, you know, we were, I didn't even, we didn't really notice him as he, we were passing him and there were a million people in there. So it's just another dude. I mean, he was yeah. clearly homeless, but again, that's not even vaguely rare in that station or any station for that matter. So it didn't even kind of register, but like we walked past him and like two seconds later, I feel just like a wham in the back of my head. Like someone smacked the shit out of the back of my head. And I turn around and this dude's just standing there like, you know, in a taunting fucking posture, you know. And like, I was like, you know, like, I mean, I I don't even know. It's so like, if it was like, I don't know. It's, it's just like, it's insane thing. Cause like. What are you even doing? I'm with, yeah, I'm with like, my girlfriend. I'm with my girlfriend. Like, 
this dude is homeless. Like, I'm like, he's like filthy, clearly not all there. Like, what do you do? Like, beat the shit out of him is obviously one option and what I wanted to do. But that right. is probably, even if I, even if that goes as great as it can go for me, it's still probably going to be bad. Like, you know, like you're fighting with a homeless person. Who knows? Who knows what happens there, you know? So, like, best case scenario, what you want to do isn't going to work out. Like, it's like, everyone you know it's like it causes a scene so there's a bunch of people watching immediately so you're like they want to see what you're gonna do too <laughs> you know like you know fucking end up on g-star is what's gonna happen like <laughs> like yeah just fucking yeah it was wild uh so you that's don't what win they, in that situation there's right no exactly way. so yeah that's what that's what i immediately thought in my head just like or like that time that fucking uh i was i was victim of a racial incident in harlem <laughs> walking back from the grocery store and all those little kids hit me with the orange pop <laughs> Like I walk past like a group of fucking uh, oh, uh, kids that. like n- near that basketball court on the yeah. on on fifty second th- one fifty second there and like yeah I'm like I'm like just walking with groceries like, like both groceries bags like heavy grocery bags in both hands you know lumbering back from that one by the the, the, the train station and like you know I pass a group of kids and like ten seconds later I'm just like feel it like my back just doused in something <laughs> and like I look down and it's like a Slurpy with orange pop in it, and I'm like, uh, "What the fuck?" I turn around and there's this some kid standing there, like a a 12 year old, just like with his hands up, like, "What?" <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck do you do there? Oh <laughs> ridiculous. I still yeah. remember that. It's so, not funny, but it's funny. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. NYC's wild, but that's worse <laughs> than both my things. <laughs> Uh, and then the 19th, I thought this was relevant. Your boy Pete Rose was sentenced to five months in the slammer for tax evasion on the 19th. Sad days. Sad day. <laughs> I remember that. Sad, sad days. I don't think I even remember that he had went to jail for tax evasion. All I remember was the gambling shit. That's a <laughs> fucking bad year for him. <laughs> a kid who had a Pete Rose collection, mini Pete Rose cards. Oh, yeah, I was like very sad at the time. Rough, 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 rough. <laughs> so the artwork... And again, we're going to be talking about the Genesis one the whole time, despite Jay's uh, leaning on the NES one. Although I saw the box, it's interesting. It kind of looks a little bases loaded. Was it Jalico? Who was the publisher on that? So, yes, it was '92 by Jalico. Okay, sure. Tengen yeah, wanted to do release it, but Jalico purchased the rights. Oh yeah, because Tengen was was blackballed by then. That's why they couldn't do a license. They were already they had already done their whole shit with the black carts, <laughs> funny shaped black carts, and all that. That's funny. Okay, yeah, so the cover art in the Genesis version, it's an early stage black thatch box art deal, ever so sexily, and it's kind of disappointingly basic, I would say. The It's got a few solid colored robots on it, red and blue, doing football-y things, and then the title trimming down below in a basic-ass orange-ish red and a, and a real basic font. So kind of boring on that front. The back of the wraparound has three screenshots. It's got a normal gameplay view, and then it shows the workshop where you upgrade your bots, and then the play selection screen. And I would say, like, you know, those aren't the best things to look at, but there's there's only, like, four screens in the whole game, so what are you going to do? <laughs> and they do have some bitch copy here that I do not believe is in the manual. So one that was kind of fun is, Bash your way to the goalpost in Cyberball, the national sport of the 21st century. Massive robots grapple for yardage on this metal-crunching gridiron of the future. And when the action gets critical, the ball explodes. And a lot of it, I would say, just like the opening line, Kind of looks like your grandma trying to sound like she knows about football. Like, that's kind of how, <laughs> like, there's, like, slightly obtuse groupings of words and phrases that aren't really in the syntax of a knowledgeable football fan. Like, the last line in here reads, take an end run into the, take an end run into the future and don't fumble. It's just like, 
word, fumble, word, run, in run, like in run. What is in run? Like you don't. That's not something someone says. Like that's not a thing people say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's a little goofy in that regard. The manual is, which is in the show notes, of course, is 30 pages, color covers, and black and white innards, like all Genesis manuals of the time. And I would say they do not skimp on the explanation of this baby. So you didn't look at the manual then either. You looked at the, did you pull up the NES manual? Is that yeah, what you? Yeah, I pulled up the NES one, but I have it. I have the Genesis up, one, okay. up now. I was just curious if you read all the way through it. So yeah, so this, I mean, they like, you know, it, they approach this manual design like, or in a way rather, that if you'd never play football in your life, you could use this manual to teach you enough to play this game. Like that's it's it is not assumed that you are a football fan with this manual. They explain like the most basic inner workings of the game of American football throughout and in everything they do. And I, it was very funny to me that they that there was that there was an inkling that anyone who didn't play football would even be kind of attracted to this title you know is is very fun to me but i suppose especially you know again like we've, we've talked about so many times these you know these develop this is like a new thing the like most of the people working in these companies obviously do not have a lifetime of video game experience under their belt they're coming from some other industry they probably might not even probably not not, not most likely do not even gain themselves and are just like doing a job, <laughs> you know, so they don't even know they're not in the circle that they're trying to target. And that obviously is, is a terrible place to be from a, like a, a concept design and a marketing standpoint. Like you just, you're just not in touch with your target audience, you know? So yeah, that rings Dude. very true throughout uh, this manual. I would say. I, I don't understand. Like I got it. Like, okay. <laughs> got to take a step back here on these manuals. So I'm comparing this versus the NES version. And the reason I'm comparing is because we're clearly playing the Genesis version, which is out as of 1990. The NES version doesn't come out until 1992. And everything about this manual is far superior to the NES one. Really? It, I'm, I'm just looking at this absolutely just floored. Like, to your point, like, <laughs> everything is explained. I still had so many questions playing the NES version. So many. So many. That still are gone unanswered. But everything is detailed out so well in this. You're right. Like, not just how to play football, what all the robots mean. Right. This is what you can do. Like, how to spin the cash, all of that kind of stuff. Like, it. it None of that's in I'm the shocked. NES manual. That's hilarious. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. They, they go in. They, they very, very much in depth there. So, after the history of the Cyberball Rundown thing, I read in the synopsis, 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 whoa, can't say that word, synopsis section. They turn to controls and rules and regulations. And, yeah, this is where, like I said, I, I played that entire first game, like, from the ma- the mag up, and had no clue that, that it was only one button that did everything. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's like that's just not, I can't even begin to how explain how far from assumed that is in me for a football game, you know. Again, like, I had, you know, Madden 92, and I'm pretty sure they had the original... No, I think Madden 92 was... I can't remember. Either way. doesn't matter. Madden 92, which would have came out in 91, I'm guessing, is my first Genesis football game. And, you know, 91 is only a year from where we're at here. So, you know, it had... It was like every other game of football game of the era. Like, every button did something different. There's a lot of shit going on. You know, a lot of... No, this is just ever so basic. One button does literally everything. And... We'll get into the frustrations of that later, but yeah, I needed to read this here, I guess is what I'm getting at, to 
for that to be confirmed in my head. Like, it did not seem like that was possible. <laughs> so, yeah, it passes, it pitches, it does the turbo boost, it changes players, it selects menu options, everything. It does every fucking name the game. And they mention here an important note, you cannot control the linemen on offense or defense. And on offense, that's customary for you not to be able to deal with offensive linemen. Of course, they can't do anything ball control-wise. But the that is weird for D that you can't play the linemen, I thought. you know, So that's kind of a weird yeah. design choice. A little bit limiting. But also simplifies it a bit. Yeah, too, so. sure. I figure it's worth bullet-pointing the rules here because they are not standard issue for American football. So one thing that is visually and glaringly evident when you first turn on, it's seven bots per team, not 11. So you only have seven players. There are six periods per game, barring overtime. Each period is three minutes by default. And then you have six timeouts per team per game. So that's a little higher than it is normally. Oh, no, that's right. That's exactly three per half, duh fuck am i saying <laughs> so it says the offense normally in quotations has plays has four plays to cross the 50 or ball diffuse line the 50 or to score a tutty and if they can do neither the ball explodes and the other team takes over when the ball explodes while in the possession of a robot he'll go up with it and be cleaned up by a special custodial machine and i love that little note that little thing that comes out you know yeah. So yeah. So I told you it says four plays, but I mean, we just played two games. It's not four plays at any. No, no matter what happens, it's never as little as four plays. So I don't get. Well, it. When I played, there definitely were times. Then it was, you know, where I, like I got a kick off and started like yeah, and started like at the three yard line or something. I definitely had to get to that fifty in four plays, or I was done. It, there's it not once. But it seems. It on Genesis, like it's not that way. It gives you a line to gain shorter than that sometimes. You know, it's like, oh, now you got a first down. Like, why is it extending? Like, it's not. Oh, it should have never... been like four plays, essentially eight plays to get a touchdown. You got four to get half, right. be fused, and then you got four to get touchdown. Yeah, no, it but never. But it didn't work it, out that way most of the time. It never backtracks. It never, like, the ball never, until you cross that 50 or score, until you cross the 50, it never goes back to cool. It never goes, it never backtracks. But right. it's it's always more than four plays. Like on Genesis one again, I'm like I can't speak to the NES one, but it's always more than four plays, dude. It's ne- it never once was four plays in <laughs> any of the games I played, on offense or defense. Like I mean, I want to say it's at least double that sometimes. You know, like it does feel it feels like there's like six. Like you got like cool, like warm, hot, hot. Like you at least get two criticals. You know what I mean? Like no, you only get one critical. Criticals. You only no, get no, one. No. Criti- I had two criticals uh, I multiple two times. Criticals, yeah, I, I, I had would, multiple times. I would you get two on the other one, other levels for sure. But critical. I mean, that game we just played. Critical was critical each time. Like it was blowing up the next play every time. Believe me, it happened to me a bunch. I was paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I, yeah, exactly. yeah. I, I think this maybe just cements the whole point is that like. It's undefined. It's not four plays. Yeah, it's not four <laughs> plays, and it's undefined as fuck, and I don't get what the system is there. And then well, it's got, I, you know what, though? I kind of like the randomness of it. Oh, yeah. No, because it should be I, random. Yeah, it yeah, should like be random for sure. Reading the manual, I expected that intense structure, like, all right, four plays, and I got to cross it. But in practice, it was kind of like, this shit feels random. Like, it, it seems like there's a line to gain, right. which will keep it at the same level before, right. it, you know? So I was like, okay, let's just... Try stuff and hopefully maybe that's what it. Is. Maybe that's I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying that there's a, a marked like uh, visible 
thing. But yeah, maybe if you go 15 yards, it doesn't fuck you for it doesn't go to the next level. Yeah, because you know, know there like, was like a moving first down marker, but it wasn't obviously a first down. But it it didn't make it seem like it would progress. You know, so I it's almost, I didn't I didn't see that. And I, I noticed that when I played like that red line. No, no, it was it was red. It was yellow on my screen. My screen. Yellow. Well, the yellow line is always at the fifty. That that that's it it the... it wasn't though. That's what I'm saying. Like it, there were times when it was like not at the fifty, and it was almost seemed like it was a first down marker, but then you wouldn't really get the next level. You wouldn't go to like hot from warm, and I'm like, is, am I get somehow getting like mini first downs that like just extend like, but you only get it like once, and then you have to. Like it's going to the next level anyway, kind of just thing. So it, that's yeah, that's know, how I yeah. took it, but obviously I didn't scientifically like pay attention to that. You're trying to play the game, right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, huh, that's interesting. It's I'm not crazy sure. though. Yeah, talk to a developer to get get to that. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty wacky pointed for tutty rules that weren't covering as well. So there's no bunny foo foo sissy kicking shit here. You have to put it in the end zone again, so it's like a two point conversion deal. But you don't necessarily get two points. You get if you run it in, if you use a run play you get two points for the point after. And if you throw it in, it's one point. So that's kind of interesting. And if you somehow get tackled in your own end zone, if you fuck up so bad that you run all the way in the other direction, the defense gets two points and they take possession of the 20. So there's like no kickoff, you know. So that's kind of interesting as well. Yeah. And there's some more fun ball status copy here in this section. The ball, consisting of a variety of explosive materials, gradually heats up during play. As a result, it can and will detonate. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Three pages are then spent explaining the various football positions, but it's presented much like a traditional video game manual enemy breakdown. And I really like that. You know, it's like, you know, it shows a little picture, a little sketch picture of the player, and then kind of like how they function on a on a football field. And I thought that was pretty cool. It's very it's, reminiscent of the Mega Man yep. manuals, like the way that they're presented. Only yep. instead of like Heat Man, it's the lineman or the yeah. linebacker. That's, yeah. that's exactly what it calls back, and I love it. Yep, 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 yep. Love it very much. And there's another three plus pages that are spent on what is called chalk talk. And this is plucking plays from the offensive and defensive playbooks to use as examples for explaining football play theory. And I, I mean, again, like just the level of effort to help someone understand who knows dick all about football is, is, is really evident here. There, they talk about the, there is a password feature for the league play, so you don't have to, you know, play a whole fucking league in, in one sitting. It's got, it's a 12-digit alphanumeric, and they did a really good job of putting no dumb shit in here. I dig that. It's got no one or zero digits, so you can't, you know, mistake it for an I or an O kind of deal. And you have to thank Tengen for not being assholes on that front. <laughs> the Turbo Boost feature mentioned on page 20 says you can boost the selected player. If you'd have read this, Jay, you'd have known this and, and had it at your disposal. <laughs> but... You can boost the selected player offense or defense once per play with any button depression, but that unselected players may get more than one per down. And I thought, like, I read that and immediately processed that as a, like, high-level strategy opportunity to be had there where, like, if you can learn the algorithmic tendencies of the CPU play on your team, by not selecting players closest to the ball on D, you may get better boost performance from those uncontrolled players as far as tackling goes you know what i mean so like mm. i don't know you know obviously you got to play it way more but you know you play these seasons one player seasons that's the kind of shit those are the kind of chinks in the programming armor that you look for to get an advantage on the cpu you know to look for little things like that so if you played it enough and i don't think either one of us did that might be a little angle there on strategy that i thought interesting and they mentioned smoking robots 
covered in here. And if your bot gets hammered too much while they're smoking, they explode and fumble. And you'll be prompted to buy replacement bots with your in-game dough from the formation screen. This is about to happen, so that's what you were seeing when the guys were smoking. You can you can replace them before that happens with money. So yeah, you have in-game money, and that is actually explained on pages 22, 23, with their specific prize amounts you get for various in-game events, tutties, picks, safeties, etc. So you earn money throughout the game, but you also have to spend money throughout the game to replace players that get broken. And then obviously at the end of the game, going into the next, you have an opportunity to return to the shop with the money that you did not spend to improve your team. I like is, that option. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. And again, if only that, I had known that existed. Yeah. just was. Did they not have that in the NES version? Was that not a... No, I mean, you upgraded Oh, you your, said there's no league play. There's no league yeah, play. Yeah, there's no league play. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. everything else, you, you could definitely upgrade your robots throughout the game and replace them and all that. So that was cool. But, yeah, no no league play. So I didn't have that. Like, the idea of being able to come back and, like, upgrade my robots, I'm like, yeah, I, that's – I want to do that. For sure. <laughs> yep. yep. So then one of the last things they talk about is the overtime, and it fucking sucks, dude. So it's standard sudden death, but there's not a coin toss. So player one gets the ball first every time. How fucked up is that? Like What? Yeah, how fucked up is that? Like, mm, I see kids fighting. That's to whack. The, yeah, I see two brothers fighting over the to the death over controller one on this game. <laughs> like, 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 there's got to be a standing rule. Your first player this time, second play next time, I have to right. be first. You know, it's got to be got to work either, it out. Either that, or if the game in, ends in a tie, we just go in the backyard and wrestle. <laughs> I'm like, we're not even playing the game anymore. <laughs> Uh, so the last thing in here is cyberball jargon, and this is a football glossary that like explains what words mean for for football. And then <laughs> that leads us into cyber tips on page twenty five, and these are all the most basic of football one hundred and one suggestions. Nothing to see here, sadly, in what is usually one of my favorite parts of these manuals, like the the little developer tips. History. Not much on the history front here, surprisingly enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering this is an Atari game that we're playing, released on various platforms, as previously mentioned by... It was an arcade Elko. game. It was an arcade yeah. thing, originally. It was an arcade game, and, and they actually came out with uh, a tournament game, 2072, so like an upgraded version for the arcade cabinets. Um, as I mentioned, though, like, yeah, the NES port came after the Genesis port, and seeing both, it's just... It's freaking mind-blowing. Like, the <laughs> version graphically far superior like when i was playing the nintendo version like once i got used to it i was having fun but it felt like an atari game where the genesis <laughs> version yeah. feels like a genesis game they look like robots so yeah. you know i i don't know i don't know how that you know well, Jay, situation I don't, works i don't know i've ever told you before then. i don't know if i've ever told you this before but genesis does what nintendo don't i don't know if you <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. I think I've heard that once or twice. <laughs> I mean, great job for Atari though. For like, if they they could have kept doing things like this, you know, putting out some hot games that kind of worked for later gen systems. Yeah, you know, and actually there was a Lynx version as well. I wonder what that would have been like to play. Was it really? Yeah, I bet that wasn't bad, man. Yeah, again, because we've heard the Lynx is great. Yeah, I mean, was there even another football? That might have been the only football game on. Probably so. I mean, it came out yeah. in '91, so again, later than this one. Right, probably. and that's yeah, that's what we again we you know this. I didn't get and, and you know this game is so obscure that I couldn't even find a video of it. But yeah. I 
uh, you know, I wasn't, I just didn't have the time or the, maybe even the wherewithal to play a whole season of this. But I would love to know, like, you know, how does, how much, what, what happens to them? It's, there's a playoff bracket song. Yep. So there's probably a playoff bracket that, that it goes through. But I love brackets. <laughs> I'll make my own. That's a, that's a, I don't know. That's like a diskette fucking mainframe thing. <laughs> I just, I, any bracket, I'm down. <laughs> bracket, right? Let me see. Let me projections. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love to know, yeah, what, like, how the Super Bowl plays out, if there's different shit going on aesthetically, if there's any effort to, like, change the presentation of that. I'd be curious to see, but yeah, I couldn't find. I was googling around for playthrough videos, and like the only ones mm. you could find would be just one, ex, you know, one one-off games. So unfortunate, unfortunate, and I don't see myself maybe a little bit too much revealing on King Lorik's blessing, but I don't see myself getting to the end of a season mode ever in my life of this. <laughs> unfortunately, okay, no economic analysis. Although there could, there was a lot of opportunity for one, certainly with the robot buying systems and shit. There was there was money in this that could have like figured feeling a modern. But yeah, I'm sitting here right now in those. What's that company, the Boston Robotics or whatever, with the that have the the cyborgs that you see in fucking all the time. You, it's Boston Dynamics. Know. Boston Dynamics. Oh, Boston so, Dynamics. Yeah, yeah. There's a company that has like fucking high level fucking cyborgs already and. <laughs> That's you could just price those out and field a whole football team. So do that and do uh, Loric disciples do that on the side uh, in your own time and get back to us with how much <laughs> that costs. Do your own economic analysis. That is the Genesis menu theme from the far more thorough and enjoyable Genesis soundtrack relative to the NES one. And we will start with the title screen of this game. You fire this bad boy up and you get the Sega logo on black and then a static title card that reminds me a lot of Sega Master System graphics, which was my background in the last segment. Mostly because of that blue background that the SMS kind of leans on color-wise and that's a... That's something like it leaning on blue as, as a background color. I'd love to ask a developer of the era about what that's about. Like so many of those SMS games had a lot of blue going on. Hmm. I, I'm guessing it's such a concentration of it. I'm guessing there's some sort of technical reason for that. Anyway, maybe they felt like it was like low, like it right. helped the other colors pop that you wanted to highlight for your specific thing. So it was kind of right. a good background yep. color. Yeah, I'm sure there's I something. Know. Anyway, Cyberball, football in the 21st century is what it says on the card, and then a national anthem sounding tune plays. And after that, Diddy runs its course. It cuts to the ball status explanation screen that takes you through the four stages of the ball heating up and exploding. That is behind me now. I love this screen. It's fucking great. And then lastly, it plays a very quick play demo that shows one simple and short run play going down before cutting back to the title. So that's it as far as demo shit goes. You hit start, and the top menu appears. And the options are league, password, versus options. And it's mildly interesting that there's only league mode for one player, not the usual exhibition choice for one-off games, you know. Hmm. And the options menu allots four difficulty settings. Easy, normal, hard, hardest. I think I played on normal. I wonder how bad it gets with hardest. <laughs> the You go into the league mode, 
and it first presents you with team selection, and you have to pick the conference first. There's the American Cyberball Conference and the National Cyberball Conference. There are 14 teams to each conference, most representative, of, mostly rather representative of the 28 NFL cities of the time, but there are a few deviations. Las Vegas didn't have a squad back then, even though they do now, but we have the Las Vegas Bombers here. Mm. And then there is both a Boston and a New England team, and that is obviously redundant. Mm. And then Portland has a squad, and they are all, I mentioned this when we were playing head-to-head, but they are almost all like very testosterone-saturated mascots. We got the Killers, the Terminators, the Conquerors, the Tornadoes, Hitmen, Razors, etc. It's all like high-octane nice. fucking aggro 80s action movie words <laughs> and so yeah i went into and i was playing i was torn between the cleveland stormers and the buffalo beasts because these are the cities maybe football wise i have the most emotional ties to of course and despite my absolute hysterics tier bills fandomonium i do not really have any allegiance to the city of buffalo like i like the bills and the city of buffalo is fine but yeah, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. The city doesn't mean much to me. So I'd rather go north coast and pick Cleveland. But, 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 the Beasts is a much better name than Stormers in my book. So I went Beasts. So that nice. was the um, inner emotional turmoil I went through in selecting my team. What team did you play as when you? I actually played as New York when I okay. played most of the time because there's only four options on the advanced <laughs> version. So I played as New York and then the Genesis also as New York. Okay, so NES only has four teams. No shit. Do you remember the four? And teams? like, and like, one of them is like Moscow, and the other one's like Siberia or something. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I'm gonna World. choose the American version. Right. Well, that's yeah. wild that it, it made it, it took it global like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Very different. <sighs> so before you get into the game, you're presented with an opportunity to spend the 50k you start with in the workshop, and that's a big difference. We played head to head to head. You get 900k to start. And with the season mode, you only get 50k. So essentially, there's only like a, I think there's three things that you can get uh, with when you start in the league mode. It's uh, the lowest wide receiver option, lowest linebacker option, the lowest safety options are all under 50k. But everything else is more expensive. So you have to be very selective. But yeah, so this workshop screen, you like it shows you the robot, the position you're on, and like you know how that cyborg looks and they line up perfectly with the enemy breakdown in the, in the manual which is fun and they have below that they have a three-tiered upgrade system for each one of those positions that's differentiated in only the slightest of ways like the the qb tiers for example are average aluminum very fast magnesium very fast titanium so it's usually like some sort of metal alloy and then some word that makes it Gaves seem like it's it. better yeah yeah <laughs> The linebacker tiers are fast power boost, faster magna boost, fastest hyper boost. And then the amounts for each position, like they scale in different disparities, but they're roughly double-ish from one to the next, I would say, roundabouts. And then there's a static card highlighting the upcoming week one matchup with the teams' records going into the game. And my first matchup was Buffalo Beasts at the Phoenix Phantoms' house. And... <laughs> The, it goes straight from that to the kickoff, and we're playing Cyberball. Was there any extra presentational bullshit on the NES one? Nope, nothing else to kind of start. Well, on the... See, no, that was before the game. Yeah, the only other difference on the NES was that they showed a picture when you did the advanced version um, of four of your coaches. So you actually picked the, your opposing coach as well oh, really? as the team. But I, outside think- of that, yeah. Straight here. Is this the twenty? Is this 
this might do you think that is it what's the box i didn't even look is that the 2072 version no it still just says cyberball i'm pretty really? sure actually yeah yeah it's it just like, says cyberball not even yeah it's even more basic than the genesis thing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, weird that's that's strange that that i don't know that's crazy that it would have any sort of increased functionality but i don't know it's, Weird trade-off. Fewer teams, but coaches. <laughs> Whatever. So, controls HUD. Uh, the easiest way to summate this. Slippery? The controls are slippery, I would say. Like, I know a lot of the players are on tank treads. Yeah. But even with that taken into consideration, I would say they're still a little slippery. Uh, for the Genesis, anyways. I, I haven't seen played the NES version. I don't know if that... I can see that. I think the NES version had tighter controls, but like I didn't really see it on the version we just played on the Genesis. But on the NES, if you touched the out of if you were anywhere sniffing in the vicinity of the out of bounds line, you were out of bounds. Really? Like you I, couldn't even. I don't think like, I've ever. I don't think I've ever been out of breathe bounds near it in the Genesis like, version. I don't think that's I've ever what I'm saying. Like you even, it happened enough times that I was like afraid to even get to the outside because I was like mm-hmm. I'm gonna even like be looking that direction and it's going to call me out of bounds. Uh, yeah. It was so yeah, that touchy. Sucks. That sucks for sure. But also, like I said, like I felt like I could make catches and passes much easier because I was like, all right, I can figure this out. Boom, I throw it. He gets it there. You still have to control the person you're catching, but it's almost like if they got to the spot and you threw it, you just let him go or just move him to the spot and let go and he catches it. Okay, yeah. That, that's why, that's a perfect example of the slippery in Genesis because, yeah, it's we'll get into that when we start talking about the play, but like fucking passing, man. Holy fuck. <laughs> So yeah, the one button thing is certainly present. It's very discombobulating, despite the fact it should be like it should make it simpler, but it's just disorienting. Because I guess maybe it's just so different. Maybe once you get used to it, it doesn't have that effect. But like yeah, I just could not stop thinking about like ah, oh, it's so like I don't even know. Like, you know, we played. We were three games in, four games in. I was rather I played in the Genesis by the time we were on our second game, and like I still wasn't sure whether I need to hit the button to snap the ball or not. I don't know. Like I, I know. learned you do not. Okay. That's why when you said I press the button to snap the ball, I was kind of just like. <laughs> I to just let it go because okay. otherwise I was like trying to throw the ball to that running back and I was like, what's happening? Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to wait for him to snap it. Okay. Well, there you go. So then. basically we're paying a, a quarterback sim and you don't even know it. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> the turbo boost is serious shit. You found that out when you discovered it late in the second game, but <sighs> it can be it can be so much thrust that you blast right past everything and off the screen, which definitely happened to me at times <laughs> on defense. Uh I suppose, like, I like that it can be a little too much on defense, so you you have some measuring of using it. You're not just... Figure it out, yeah. Right. You're not just hammering on the button, you know? So that's probably a good strategy decision, I would say. So the pass mark setting, it's an option menu thing that you can turn off and on, but... Oh. Essentially... I like the marks, but, like, I didn't like that you could see it on defense, because you're just, like, I go to the Right, spot. exactly. That's it, right. That's why. That's why you can turn them off. I presume because obviously I can't even. I mean, how do you even? How would you even do? Like, I don't even know how you could. Possibly... I wouldn't want to. How could you play without them though? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no like, it, chance. Like, I'm not turning that off. Yeah, it's so touchy with the receivers that like. I mean, you would just have to memorize where they're supposed to be. I just, I, yeah, I don't know. That sounds really hard to me. <laughs> uh, that sounds super. Intense. Not to mention, like, you don't yeah, even you're really committed. Yeah, and like. You don't know, even with the marks there, because when you, 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 you know, the, the, the way you 
decide which receiver of your three receivers to throw to is to, you know, the manual tells you to point your, like, make your quarterback look at that direction. So either up for the middle, I guess. I think that's what it was. It's got to be. And then right or left for the right or left receivers. When you do that, it highlights the the crosshair. So you know you have that highlighted now. Yeah. And like, I would struggle to make that happen on the one I wanted routinely. So yeah. if I wasn't able to get the visual feedback of having selected it, I would have been even more frustrated. So again, yeah, I just don't even know how you could begin to play this game without those on, but it is an option. <laughs> if you're really committed and you're like that level, this is the game you're playing, like right. go for it. But yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's a video game. There's only so many bits uh, or only so many bites rather. I'm sure there's a way to learn how to do it reliably, but I sure as shit didn't see it in four games. <laughs> when you, you know, your quarterback throws to a spot. He does not, throw to the receiver like wherever that crosshair is is where the ball goes you know he's not reacting to there are no option routes <laughs> you know they're, they're, the receivers they you know if you if you in fact i think i did that a time or two if you can uh disrupt the route of the receiver with the defender you're All essentially right. eliminating the possibility of a pass play completing because there is no penalties so there's no pass interference, and if the receiver can't run to where that square, that crosshair is, he's not catching the ball. But you have to going. fully disrupt them because I tried also disrupting a couple times, and you oh, got sure. free. And I was like, son of a – like I sure, thought I sure, had sure. you. But, yeah, if you can disrupt, then you're good because it's like if you get stonewalled, you're just, you're just about to get sacked. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, I thought that it's uh, you know, it's very robotic of them for, for the quarterback to not be able to I like it. react – to the situation, you know, it's very computer-like. That, like, it's you know, whatever. And the players can get so jumbled together that it can be a real prick to pass reliably in general, I would say. That was another thing I noticed. Like, you know, the passes can get tipped, and I actually, it's not Tecmo-like. If the pass gets tipped, you can still run under it and get it, which is cool. That's, that's, I'm impressed that it had that functionality because the, the tips can look so like, oh, fuck, there's no way you're getting to that. So it kind of looks like yeah, it's just it definitely a dead looks ball. like it's done. Yeah, but no, yeah, it's, you, you can, I did have a tipped, I think it went for a touchdown actually too on the, the one time. Like it got tipped up and went further down the field and I was able to run underneath it, caught it and went to the, went to the house. So pretty cool, but very fucking chaotic for sure. And the HUD is found in the play selection screen. So up top on this screen, you have all the usual football shit, score, timeouts remaining, period, time left in, what yard line the ball is on. But you also have your ball status here. So you know whether it's cool, warm, hot, whatever. And then the number of yards left to defuse. So it tells you. And that's the thing, too. That's what I mean about the idea of it. Like it, it You always know because it's listed here. Like They can't really move. It's always that, you know. You're always relative to that line. And then at the bottom, it shows your available cash on here, too. So you know always, you to always aware of your ball status at all yes. times. Yes, yes, 100%. <laughs> and you select your plays here, too, of course. The first step is selecting. Well, the first, it's very different in head-to-head -head and the one-player mode. I guess we'll talk about the one-player mode now. We'll talk about playing later. Uh, but So, yeah, so on the on the one-player mode, the, the first step is selecting either a, you, you pick, it's like, hit any of the four directions in your D-pad and the button, and you pick a running, an option, or a pass, or you can call timeout here too. 
uh, and that's on offense or on defense. You pick long, medium, short, or timeout. And then once you you go from that to the next screen, a, a bunch of plays pops up, and you get I think it's just it's just four based on the formation you picked or the type of run, play you picked on the one player version. So you hit like a diagonal direction towards whatever play. And these the, the options that are presented to you are randomly generated or chosen by the coaching staff, however you want to role play that. Like, yeah. you, you know, you don't – you can't go back to the same play two plays in a row, essentially, at least not reliably. I guess maybe the same play could be available, but you don't know for sure until you get into that formation. And there's no going back either once you pick – not that you would have time anyways. The, the meter is like – there's a, there's, a, there's a time meter at the bottom, and once that goes all the way down – in one player, it's actually a little more forgiving, and maybe this changes with the difficulty setting. But on the on the the mode I was playing, like once that meter went all the way down the first time, or if you do that on the first screen, rather, it would just randomly pick a, a play type and take you to the play screen, and then you get another meter. And if that went all the way down, it would just randomly pick a play that you oh, wouldn't know. So you're you, technically you give two. It gives you yeah. two opportunities to. Huh. Yeah, on the. I guess I never. I never Maybe sat the, on that first screen long enough to see. Right, exactly. Yeah, on the I I just tested it. You know, I probably I don't know. It probably happened to me, fucking maybe randomly too, because it is a very fast meter. But the yeah, on, on the head to head, I never once tried it on the on the first. And there's no choices there anyway, so you're always picking a play unless you want to call a timeout. So it's, it'd be less of a threat in the first place. But you could definitely. It's more penalizing in the head to head to not pick a play because you don't know what play you picked. Like when uh, on the head to head, it shows you all three plays from each formation, and you yeah. don't know which one you would have picked. In the first one player, it at least gives you the, um, yeah, whatever the the concession of it. Like highlights the play that it randomly picked for a second. So if you missed it, oh. at least you, at least if you're paying attention, you can see what play it is. You know, the first couple of times I thought it was just random and I was fucked. And you get out, to, you just have to go out to the the play screen, and I have no idea what's going to happen. You know. Which is fucked. Like and on, you know, with with pass plays, you get the crosshairs at least, so you know, like, okay, this is a, clearly a pass play where I can throw to those spots. But in run plays, there's no crosshairs or anything. So if you if it picks a run play, you're just like, well, I'm just gonna see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't you nobody fucking know. So yeah, it's a very penalizing thing I think in general. And and yeah, those meters go so fast, so it yeah. can be really crippling to not be on top of your stuff. And, you know, and again, I, I mentioned both when we were talking on the mag app and when we were playing head to head, you know, there's just, I just don't think there's no, there's no level of expertise for playing this game. I don't think where you ever get to a place where those meters are not at all a problem in your life. You know, oh, you're yeah. always They're thinking flying like, fast. Yeah. You're like, all right, go, yeah. go, 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 go. Yep. Yep. Which is, you know, that's an overarching theme that I think is just fantastic about this game that it just, it is, it is very chaotic. It is, it always puts pressure on you and that in turn makes it fun, you know? So that is an asset of the game design for sure. Getting into the gameplay itself. Uh, yeah, it's kind of just football. It's not really, there are some little differences, little nuances and shit that we can go through, but Generally speaking, like, you know, you can see, like, the field view, like, you, you, I, what, what, what is it, maybe like 30 yards you can see at any given time, and 
it's sideline to sideline visible on a horizontal basis. You know, that's kind of what your play view is at all times. It never zooms in. It never, that never changes angle, nothing. You always have the same top-down deal. It's a little bit angled, I guess, a little bit isometric-y, but for the most part, it's pretty much just top-down. Yeah. And I mean, outside of the the wheel, the tank-like wheelies, I don't know what you call them, that are on the bottom, it otherwise feels like football. I mean, it's yeah. football. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Those passing is so wonky I don't know. <laughs> maybe if i say exactly that but yeah it is in 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 mechanic yes. it is it is just football so yeah so the, the the most important thing about the gameplay is the ball exploding you know it's just fucking great man your player gets vaporized and like the, yeah the, there's a, like a little drone that comes out and hovers over the remnants for a second and it shines a a purple beam of light down to clean it up and then scoots off so play can resume without the player. And then the next time you're on it, like, so, you know, if that happens, obviously, you're, you lose possession of the ball, too. So, and yeah, I guess that's what we're saying. Like, so you fumble, right? You can't pick it back up, can you? If you, like, I mean, obviously, if it's critical. I've explode. never seen a fumble, so I couldn't tell you. Hmm. I've definitely had many incomplete passes, never a fumble. And lots of interceptions, surprisingly, at least on the the uh, Nintendo version. Really, I threw I threw a handful. I definitely threw some pick sixes, and we had some in the yeah head to head as well. But never had a fumble though. I'm trying to think. I mean, I mean, you know, I guess I don't know if you fumble, fumble. It's like in the middle of a play. But if you if your player blows up because of a hit, it's obviously a fumble. But I can't remember if there's like a. I don't think so. I think it's just like if you're critical, if, if the ball is critical and explodes, you just lose automatically lose possession, I think. I think that might be how it works. Yeah. But So, yeah, so, you know, that in turn means that you don't – it's not like you have to play a play without the player or continue the play without the player. It's you lose possession of the ball. And when you come back the next time on offense, the drone comes back out and beams down a replacement bot. You know, and that, <laughs> that's just so much fun. It seemed like to me when I was playing the one player that it was a $2,500 cost to replace a bot. So – I thought that kind of interesting that it didn't change and didn't reflect maybe the level of upgrade you had. It probably, I think that would be a higher level of penalization if you had like a player who was more developed that it would cost more to replace, and that's probably how it should be. But again, it also it happens so much, especially in the one player. It happened less in our two-player thing for some reason yeah. or another. I don't know why that was, but it happened a lot more in the one-player thing. And... You know, you you probably wouldn't have enough money, <laughs> you know, to, and it would be incredibly limiting, obviously, to have less than seven players. It's interesting because it's it's thirty k on the NES version. Is it? Is the yeah. money system entirely different? Do you start? How much money do you start with on that? Uh, I can't remember how much you started with, but I know, like, I was earning throughout the game, so it never even mattered at some point. You know, I was able to just replace anybody. That I'm like, yeah, of course, replace the smoking players. Yes, of course, immediately. Like, because I just. I guess I was scoring and earning money, and you yeah. know, so maybe that's a little different. But. Well, that's how. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say I never thought about money either, as far as like, oh, I can't, I shouldn't replace this player from yeah. a strategic perspective for money purposes. Like that never popped into my head as something I should do. So I'm guessing the overall economics of the Genesis version is similar in that way. That it's it's kind of an insignificant yeah. penalty money wise to have to replace. So yeah, the six-period thing we talked about, it's a little wonky. Uh, if, if for no other reason, then it's really different. Uh, I, I do like that the, the scoreboard view, when you so it, you know, it cuts to that for each quarter break or each period break, whatever you want to word it. And it shows, like, the total score 
on, again, on the Genesis version at least, the total score column is a three-digit number. So that implies that astronomical scoring is possible, of course. And I, I just like that. Even if, I mean, I all my games were like, have been like, I mean, the highest I think I've seen is your 19 that you had hmm. in, in our game. I think it's the highest score I've seen for me. Or I think I had like 32 game. in like an NES game. But like right. still, the idea of getting triple digits is like. Is insane, right? Like maybe if I, like I said, practiced for a while and just kept like, all right, I'm going and also, so well. You can yeah. change the quarter, the period length too. I think so. Ah, so okay. you can make the game longer, which which that's true. Yeah. Chances. There is a halftime show. It's the same one every time, but there's a there's the marching band robots that come strolling across the field, playing trombones and shit, which is fun. And that's a perfect example. Like I bet the, I w- you would hope the Super Bowl would have some sort of special halftime show. Like you I'm hope. pretty sure Tecmo Bowl has a has a special halftime show or Super Tecmo Bowl at least. I think Super Tecmo Bowl has the does the old school Tecmo Bomber Jack show at the Super Bowl instead of the usual halftime show? I'm pretty sure. I remember something like that. Anyways, uh, I, I would hope that there's some sort of special presentation. We'll never know. There is instant replay, albeit only at the CPU's discretion, and I feel like it's used mostly as a means for the CPU CPU to throw shade at you when they toast you. <laughs> and I respect the shit out of that. So that's that's cool uh. as fuck. But yeah, mostly on scoring plays or interceptions and stuff, they will they'll show you a replay of it. Although I yeah, I definitely saw it. I think I told you on the on the crossing the fuse line. It showed me once too. The the very first game I, was I played. Say, it was like every scoring play, and then okay, yeah, yeah, that's fun. And then lastly, I love the fembot voice samples on game events. The there's one for touchdown, touchdown. There's one for safety, safety, et cetera, et cetera. So that's that's really cool that they have those in there. So that's kind of it for me for one player stuff. I mean, did you have any? I mean, pretty, pretty standard. Yeah. Same experience. Nothing, nothing really new. A um, lot less basic stuff on the NES version. Clearly. Yeah, um, yeah man, that really covers it. Yeah. Yeah. And I never really got good. I mean, my, the, the one season game I played, I lost 12 to six, you know, like fucking. Uh, yeah. I just, couldn't. I got used to being able to bring pressure and like, once I once I always brought pressure, I was able to pretty much like start winning a lot more. And especially like I got used to the passing system. Like passing looks a little more like passing on the NES version. I'll say that. Like it doesn't have that drop in kind of effect. The lob. Where it's thing, drop. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah, like that a would lob happen. Yeah, that happened in our game too. Like sometimes the trajectory would change on the throw and like Yeah. Huh, I don't know. I guess maybe it's possible. It doesn't say it in the fucking manual, but that is a mechanic in like even Madden where if you hold it, it's more of a dart. And if you tap it, it's more of a lob. So maybe I was doing that. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. It was just like target, lock, go, tap, yeah. you know. So that would require some more experimentation. It would be nice if that were the case to have that much control. That would be impressive uh, and appreciated if you knew you could do it and could implement it <laughs> on demand. Yeah. But yeah, so so little of the passing game, I would say, is uh, repeatable or dependable that yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't know. Little little sketch down whether that's the case. Yeah, it was tough, man. Really, really tough. Like I and I yeah, I got like the you mentioned the pressure thing. Like that for me also once I learned to turbo boost and get into the backfield, like towards the end of the that first game I was playing, I did start to I was a better on defense for sure and I was getting yeah. sacks and shit. And that, that is very helpful for sure. But it was too little too late. And yeah, the score I just scoring. Running is like <laughs> 
it can kind of work sometimes, I guess. And like, you know, the tackling is like, it seems on the surface like it's going to be just you get touched, you go down. But it's not like it does have some, you can break a tackle per se or bounce off a guy. So there's a little bit of variance there. And, you know, you can get going and like, outrun the defense sometimes but not always so there, it's it's not yeah. like a really formulaic gameplay thing that it kind of feels like it's going to be when you first fire it up which is nice of course but yeah i, I don't know i just never got i felt like i could reliably I pick my spots like on kickoff returns and stuff like that like in other football games whenever i'm getting a kickoff you know i want to go find the gaps but like it's going to that gap's going to close like almost always like to run a kick for a touch to run a kick back for a touchdown and like Madden was super hard, super hard. Yeah. But like for this, I could say, okay, if these two guys get their blocks, I'm cutting through and gone. And like it happened more often than I expected it to. Right. Once I kind of got used to the mechanics. So you get that right angle. Off. Like I obviously almost broke one in our game. So it's kind of like, okay, if you get it right, you can and get a boost. You're good. Mm. You know? And I kind of like that, that it's, it's not just real football where, like, yeah, all those dudes are going to fly at you and the chances are just slim you're getting out of there. No hope. Yeah. More yeah. arcadey. Should be more. This should this game should obviously have arcade feel. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Okay. Well, after these messages, we'll be right back. Game over? No way. Because we got Game Genie. We tell you when it's over. With Game Genie, I decide how many lives I get. I use it when I want to live forever. Play to the end and win. Maybe I want to start on level 15. No problemo. It makes cool games like Street Fighter 2. More exciting. Less frustrating. With Game Genie, it ain't over. So we say it's over. Excellent. Game Genie for NES, Super NES, Sega Genesis, and Game Boy. Codes for many popular games, each sold separately. That is a 1990-something U.S. market commercial for Galoob's Game Genie, and they mention the NES, Game Boy, SNES, and Genesis editions, so I'd place this around 1993, maybe. And the story <laughs> of the commercial is two totally tubular Bill & Ted ripoffs bodaciously playing Sonic the Hedgehog with SNES controllers, somehow. And they poorly superimpose ridiculous-looking Game Over text on top of what is clearly Green Hill Zone in Sonic 1, but the reverse shots of these dudes has them holding SNES controllers. And I just don't know how... It's such a... I don't know. It's such a prevalent thing of the time. Like, I just don't know how shit like this in low-budget commercials, I just don't get it, man. I got, like, how out of touch do you have to be as the production designer of this thing? It's just not like... I mean, I know the internet's not around then, so it's not like you just Google this shit, which obviously makes it easier today. But... If you're going to take that job and you're going to do this, like, how could you not be like, just some talk to someone, ask questions, like something. Maybe they and, were trying to highlight the different systems. So like, all right, give them this controller now. Now give them this think, controller. Yeah. And I guess that, that would be like a really out of touch decision that they could make. Sure. But I don't know. It's just, I, how but the otherwise, fuck? yeah, it makes yeah, no how sense. The, <laughs> yeah. And like, if, whatever, if, if that's the production designer, like how the fuck are the producers so bad? at their jobs that like hiring production production designer that out of touch like like when you when you're interviewing someone for this job they should at least have some vague understanding of video games and what they need to look like and what the peripherals would be you know even if you don't as the whatever it's just i don't know such so bad at their jobs all these people so <laughs> bad at their jobs so we're going to talk about our multiplayer experience now, which we streamed, and I am just fucking blown away that we were able to do. So right? not even usually, I think every time we've tried to play 
do that Parsec shit in the past without even having the streaming component of it, component of it, it's been like we're just trying to record ourselves, do it, and upload it later, has been like an hour-long nightmare of failure, <laughs> if not longer, you know? And we put that together with yeah. the streaming thing going on in the OBS fucking template in like eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, here we go. Let's yeah, roll. It worked great. Yeah, and sound got a little goofy, I guess. You, you texted me. I can't hear you. When did you send that? When was that from? Uh, just at some point while we were playing because I couldn't hear you kind of talking. Like I could oh, hear, really? I could hear hear the sound of the game, but I couldn't hear you. And I was like, "What happened to his voice?" Kind of just like okay. So yeah, that that's what was happening to you too. So that must just be maybe that's like a parsec thing or yeah something. I'm wondering what was behind that exactly. But, but otherwise, that, it was pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, pretty good. Word. Okay, cool. We played two games, and I mean, what can be said? I mean, yeah, there's there's a big difference in that. The play selection, which I was so curious about how that was going to go in a way that allowed you to not just zero in on what the other player was picking. And they essentially yeah. do it by taking away the the first screen option set. You just pick to pick a play, and then it takes you into a three-column thing where you have four plays from each. I kind of almost wish... That that was how it worked on the one player thing. Yeah, I think that way, that's a better system on the one player thing. I mean, obviously you want to be able to see the play better, and that's that's nice that you can. That's bigger in the way they did it on the in the one player game. But, but it's, it's clear what you're choosing. Like, all right, I got my run option passed. Yeah. Well, I did not. It took me a minute to get it, but once I got it, yes, very clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, it's it's. I think it's less limiting on offense on defense, having a better understanding of what. I guess it's still short, medium, and you can see like a guy blitzing it. it, it, it uh, that. Yeah, it, it was little... interesting to me because I didn't find any. Like I didn't. I was so focused on picking the play that I wanted to play. Like there was not even a thought of like, oh, I can look on your side. Yeah, like, that, that's know? a great point. That yeah, with that fucking meter, you uh, do you not have time to be doing conducting espionage. No. <laughs> <laughs> Screen looking is not a thing in this game, or you're just going to not even know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, there's no time to fuck around. Uh, fucker, yeah, what's that That fucking that video that's going around now? The fuck around, find out video. Like, if you fuck around, you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking, that's very true. I didn't even think of that. That's great. So, yeah, so you have the three, yeah, the four plays in each one. They're super small, and you pick whatever. And, like, it... I got like I got a like the explain option plays to me. Were were you able to reliably like an option play is it, yeah. it's essentially a combination of the two, right? You can do the handoff, yeah. or you can throw. But how the fuck do you bring up the passing things without handing the thing off? <laughs> so, that was my thing. So when I would run the option, it would pretty much my only option to make that even work was either I, if they're open, I'm going to pass it. Otherwise, I'm just going to run it with my quarterback. Like that's generally See, how I had, I had my the quarterback wasn't problem. good at running though. So yeah, was, the quarterbacks kind of, the quarterbacks slow I, as fuck. But yeah. I did get it working once to where I I pulled it up and I immediately wanted to run the ball, so I was able to hand it off, and I was like, "Wow, that was great!" But otherwise, it was it was too tricky. I, it felt like I needed to either run it with my quarterback or pass. Like I couldn't try to hand it off. It was just too many options at that point. See, like, mine was the reverse. I couldn't like get away from the run. Like mm. like passing this is again just a testament to me just not understanding how to throw the ball perhaps. But <laughs> like yeah, cuz you know, you need to I when I throw throw the ball 
it was like a two-step process to like obviously got to drop back away from the line for one and then two you need to do that look to the receiver you want which I couldn't reliably do anyways but even if I did you need to get there and I felt like I had to hit the button twice to like mm-hmm. lock on or he wouldn't like I could not just drop back hit a direction hit the ball and throw it like that's not happening so like I felt like mm-hmm. I would have to hit the button twice to like lock the receiver and oh. then th- and then throw the ball again and no, then no. The, if you do that with the running back anywhere near you you're going to hand the ball off to the running back so I would on the option plays I would end up handing the ball off when I didn't want to because there's no other way to pass like how did you get away from the running back to even be able to throw the ball Dude, there were it, it would only be if the running back happened to be like next to me where it was like okay if the running back took off sooner or did something else I was tossing it behind me off to the side like it was just it was it was much tougher to me because, like, the same way with passing, I found passing easier that I could just, like, because I would wait for, you know, the center to snap the ball, and then I'm just hitting a direction, and then that's the first time I'm hitting the button. Otherwise, like, if I tried to pass it or uh, hand it off, it it seemed like you had to be more precise with your receiver better be right next to you or right behind you because directionally you're just going to miss otherwise. Okay. You know. Well, maybe that was my problem then that I was hitting the button twice. But again, man, it, it, he wouldn't – I was doing that because he wasn't responding and he wasn't mm. hitting, wasn't throwing when I wanted him to fucking throw. So yeah. Option just became too much of a risk uh, to me. So it's tough because that's, that's a third of your place, you know, to not be, to, yeah. to like have a whole I mean, formation essentially. Like I said, I tried it, you know, when I situationally, like if I was up and I'm like, okay, now that I'm up by 10 points, let me try this again, you know. But if I was losing, absolutely not. Absolutely yeah, I mean, not. if know, I was behind the, the sticks, no. Yeah, from a strategic standpoint, that's obviously like so appealing. Like the idea that you can like look at the formation and like, okay, this works out. I'm going to do the run play like a re, you know, it's a yeah. fucking run pass option. Like quarterbacks actually run in fucking modern football. That's a cool, and that's something that's not, I guess that's worth mentioning. That's not a function in Madden. Maybe now, even I don't know, but like definitely not then. Definitely. Madden 92 did not have run pass options. You're not yeah. fucking doing, you're not starting feel, to play I mean, and doing it. I feel either. like people just talked about it just generally being a more college thing. Like, yeah, you can find an NCAA football, but you're not finding it in Madden. Right. Is the, were you able? But to nowadays, run? I don't know. But I mean, run pass. I mean, you, you know, it's always had audibles of the line and shit. But like, yeah, in the middle of a play, just having having the choice between running and passing. Other, I mean, you obviously run with your quarterback, but yeah, the idea of being able to hand it off behind the but line. That, but that's the thing. Some of those didn't. Some of the options, which also made it confusing. Maybe I just don't know option plays very well because I did not play football like that. Um, if there were no markers, I. I I wasn't even going to attempt to throw the ball. And that in that instance, it's like, okay, is one of these tailbacks well, not, supposed to release and then I can throw? Because right now there's no, like, even passing hairs. You, you, mean, me. you mean no crosshairs at all? Yeah, none. Just, when okay, I would choose an option I, I mean, I, sometimes. So I'm like, really? these are really just, like, running options, I guess, maybe? Some See, of them. Some my, of them. Yeah, my understanding of the options was that it essentially took one of your receivers away. So all the option plays – when I ran them, seemingly that I can recall, anyways, mm-hmm. would, would would then only have two crosshairs at the start of the play, which obviously be your receivers, and then your run running back is is just a running back now. So you you yeah. you lose a receiver, but you gain like the option of a fucking doing running the ball, obviously. So to me, that was the trade off. So that was reliable to me, but again, like the the in the moment deciding being able to functionally decide 
between the two things did not seem reliable or possible to me. Yeah. Same. So that was tough. So, yeah. So, you know, that being the case, you're obviously then limiting yourself to only two thirds of the fucking 12 yep. plays that you have, which sucks, of course. And, you know, and you, you, that's less of a. And the one player, you don't think about that as much because you have to pick your formation before you go into that play anyways. But in the, in the two-player and you have everything at your disposal right there, it's like it, it becomes a much more prominent thing in your awareness that, like, I can't pick this whole middle column because I don't know what the fuck's going to happen at all. Yeah, you know? that, it's tough. I never really had a problem with that. It was, it was more wishing that I could access some of the other plays at certain moments where I was like, yeah. oh, I want that one play. Damn it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and yeah, there's not – the passing in particular, like, there were moments – Especially when I got down in that second game, where I you know I knew I needed to throw vertically, and some of the like I would have four plays, and none of them really have truly vertical routes. You know, they're all kind of like I'm not getting off. that first down with this play. <laughs> you know, yeah, no I'm doing a lot of Juki Cola in the yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's tough too. That's a tough aspect of it. And yeah, not having audibles is tough too. I can't even imagine how they could have pulled that off with the only one button <laughs> system, but not being able to go to the line. Not that you know. I mean, I guess there is a little bit of defensive shifting that you could respond to. Like, if you know, if you, some of the more, like the prevent defense choice, for example, when, like, once the, they get out there, they all kind of drop back a little yeah. bit before the play starts. Some I of like the blitz, some of the blitzes, they reform and kind of the, the linebacker, the, the linebackers will shift out and go to the edges, you know. So there, there are some things that you could have reacted to if there were audibles. So I guess I shouldn't say that, but. Again, yeah, I just know I have no idea how they could have implemented it in the system they had there, but it would have been nice. So that's kind of a shortcoming. But yeah, so you know, we played two games. Well, I won the first one. What was that twelve six? Was it that the score for the first one? Something 12, like that. Yeah, I think twelve six. And then you won nineteen to seven on the second one. Yeah, I think I had a. I, mean, I only scored in the second one was a, I had a pick six in both. I think didn't I? Did I just had the one. I you just had, had one. one. No, you don't think you only had one pick six. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I had the one pick six, and that was my only score in the second in the second game. But the first one, I had the, the interception right before the half, where I ran out of time because because <laughs> I, I didn't know which that we haven't mentioned that yet. The clock doesn't stop even on incomplete passes. That's fucked up. <laughs> I didn't know. See, I intercepted that ball at like your ten with fucking twenty two seconds left, and I was like, oh, I'll have like be able to run two plays at least, you know. And I ran one play, and it was nope. gone because <laughs> I didn't fucking notice the clock was running down. So that sucked. What have you? Yeah, you were fucking you, both games. You had fucking a D pass bomb, which I cannot again. Just a testament to my inability to pass. Like that's the idea of that. I haven't done that once. All the games I have played, I haven't had like just a like. I get to, even if I do get complete a long pass that's over top of the sa- the safeties and the coverage, I'm still getting caught from behind every time. So dude, you know, I yeah. I felt that the passing was more reliable from that standpoint. Like the running was much more of a. All right, let's see what happens. Am I going to get positive yards or yeah. not? I don't know. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, I, I mentioned that a couple of times when I was running. Like, the running actually, like, from a, again, just maybe just because of a fear of passing because it was so poorly working out for me. But, like, running, like, it, like I, the, the shit did more what I expected it to. Like, you know, like, what was on the play diagram looked more like what I saw employed in the play while it's going down. But I still wouldn't trust that the ball was getting to the guy. So like I wasn't, yes. I would, I would never be controlling the running back early enough to have him really avoid the tacklers. <laughs> you know, I'm still thinking I'm controlling the quarterback because it doesn't look like the ball's changed hands yet. And it doesn't mm-hmm. register that, you know? So that was the shitty part about running, unfortunately. But again, those are all things, you know, I think every one of our bitches 
is predicated on things that you, you just got to spend more time with the game. You know, yep. you got to spend more time and get used to the little nuances, especially for football too. Like, fuck, man, can you imagine trying to put a fucking football game on these fucking? I mean, this zoomed out ass fucking little <laughs> tiny sprites and shit. Like trying to make that translate to something visible, visibly recognizable in a high octane, fast pace, which this is trying to be a very fast paced yeah. sports game. You know, like it's got to be not easy. So probably a little too critical in those regards, but. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm not sure. Again, it's just not that complicated. I don't know if there's anything else I really have to say about it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's uh, outside of the nuances that we talked about. It's still football. Yeah. Go and score touchdowns. Stop yep. the other guy. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. Okay. Well, let's just talk about the verdict then. <laughs> <laughs> That is the playoff bracket theme uh, from the Genesis soundtrack, bringing us into the verdict. <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's, I mean, you can't give it the blessing, but the, <laughs> the, it is, you know, and we talked about it, I think it's the first season league mode type thing. Like, there's a lot of shit going on here that is really, really smart and trying to do cool shit and trying to make a fun game that doesn't otherwise exist particularly on the on, on home consoles like there's a lot of stuff here that I want to praise and maybe if you again if you spent more time with it you could get past some of the shit um, that makes it that kind of takes away the possibility of giving it the blessing but you know, it it there is a lot of shit going on that like, and there's so much that's fun too about it. Like the the, the shit with the robot, the blowing out and the or blowing up and the fucking, obviously the ball status shit and the fucking robot coming out and cleaning the things up. You know, like I love. We'll get to it. I've talked about it already when we we're going back in the mag app. Uh, it got us to this, but like mutant league football. That's what this is to me. This is this is a early stage mutant league football, and mutant league football is fucking awesome it is such a great genesis game uh, and, and there's there's so much about this that tugs at my fucking emotional heartstrings and 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 checks those little boxes in me that i want to like it so bad and that's why i was suggesting it anyways and i thought you know like my concern like my wanting to pick it was under the assumption of what ended up holding true through also playing it for a game episode and i think that's where the failure is that like i like i had these same troubles initially but i thought that I would acclimate to the game faster and more easily and enjoy it more once we got into it and really dug in and that just didn't happen. And hmm. that to me precludes it from being game up or King Lord blessing worthy shit. Unfortunately. Well, Josh, <laughs> yeah. I, Does the NES one get you? <laughs> I'm guessing no. Honestly, Ooh. it's, I think I appreciate it more because I play both now. Like, the NES one, like I said, really felt like an Atari game in terms of graphics, like a lot of a lot of ways. But I still, once I got used to it, I still had fun playing football. And so, um, playing the two-player version on the Genesis with actual sprites that look like robots and things like that, I like it even more 
Like, I even like the weird lobby passing because that looks more like, oh, it look, it just looks realer, like more polished. And obviously the soundtrack is good, like the music along with it, everything. I'm still playing football, but I, like, would I recommend it to someone? If you don't have anything else to play for football, yeah. Did I have fun? Yeah, I mean, I, really I did have fun. Like, I was actually playing it several times. Yeah, we had a fucking blast in the head-to-head. Like, like I, that's, yeah. That's what I mean. I think I, I really do believe that if you spent more time with it, you could get past a lot of the things that, you know, are, are prohibiting me, preventing me from wanting to, 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 to give it. But, and again, I just think about it. It's like, it's, it's like, it's like, it, it, like, I want to see it. it. Like, checks all these, like, it probably checks all the boxes. It's just, <laughs> I just know it doesn't hold up with what we should be calling King, there's just like this mm. undefinable thing that I just don't think it like it's quite good, is. but you're not quite you're not good enough though. Right, like, right, right. Good right. effort. You don't, you don't belong in the hall. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Eli. I know you won those Super Bowls, but you don't belong in the hall, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's good on its own. Like, is it King Lord's blessing? Blessing? Excuse me. I'm not sure. It's like it's fun. Like I would play this. If I wanted to play some football and I had no other football games to play, like I, I'm, yeah, I'm fine playing this. But also, I can try some other things too. So, you know, no, no disrespect to it. Like I said, if I had this and this was the football game that I was able to play, yeah, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna get used to it. You know, the controls, and you know, it's gonna be crazy and wacky, and that's what I'm gonna expect. Especially with yeah. the amount of teams you can choose and like all of that, like. I appreciate the Genesis version so much more than NES one after having played the NES one first and just kind of being like, wow, okay, you know, this is basic, whatever. Yeah, so um, that's worth mentioning too. Like, or this early state, like, there are no other football games at yeah. all. So if you're starved for football and you got a Genesis, this is probably like, yep. Yeah. Let's especially, go. <laughs> more than the four downs, state of four downs. It's like, all right, you can, you know, you can stretch it. You can have some fun here. So I'd like it. I would play it again. But I, I I don't know if it's the blessing. I don't know if you're gonna bless this and like recommend it to your friends, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would have to be a very specialized again, I would I would only push this out onto someone if they if they I had some like very specific quirky reason that I was like, I this is something I just know from your like we'll pluck a, a nostalgia string or there'd be something that do, this does for you. Yeah, I don't think you could generally like, like I'm ha- like I had a blast playing with it when we were playing together. But like I'm like, Yeah, we should play again, but I'm like at the same time, if we're done with the podcast, we can play a better football game and, right, exactly. and have more right, fun. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know? For sure. For sure. I concur. Okay. So that's a double no. What are you going to do? But it was a it was a nice – I'm glad we experimented with it because, mm-hmm. again, I think all the – there was enough there that warranted a look, yes. even though I had some concerns about what ended up falling short, you know, even from the beginning. But what are you going to do? Next up, we have Nintendo Power 16, so we're getting back on the Nintendo Power tip, and that's exciting. Nintendo Power issues are always hot, and it's interesting to think that we are going to have to, we've been on a Genesis kick here for a while, but we're going to have to go back to an NES game. When was the last NES game we played? I'm not even sure. Can't think. We're so fucking... I'm like, screwed? No, not DuckTales. What do we play? We haven't played DuckTales yet. Did we play DuckTales? No, we played DuckTales. I'm like, we we definitely played DuckTales, but that was farther back. Yeah, that was a while back. Yeah, I'm not sure. You have to find out. Definitely be some Nintendo game. I'm, they don't. Have, they're not going to have any Genesis games in there for sure. <laughs> you count on that. Yeah, 
You can subscribe to the pod on the platform provider, whatever dumbass company that serves up your pottery. Please rate and leave positive shit for the pod on that podcast platform of choice or any other for that matter. The website for the pod is nyhentertainment.com forward slash ISOH pod. You can email us directly at isohpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the pod on Facebook and or Instagram. Link to the YouTube gameplay videos playlist will be in the show notes. You'll be able to find our head-to-head match there if you want, our head-to-head video there. There's the ISOH subreddit if you want to get down on this on Reddit. And we don't have a Patreon, but if you'd like even money the things podcasters tell you to, and would like to do so at our direction. The Able Gamers Foundation creates custom gaming rigs for gamers with disabilities, and that's cool as fuck. AbleGamers.org is where you can find them. They got a new, I just saw a new promo there put out. Ryan Reynolds did a promo for them just like recently I saw on Facebook huh. today. So that's pretty cool. Nice. There are t-shirts on the website. I'm wearing one right now. Jay is as well. They're dope, and proceeds on those after pot expenses go to Able Gamers. Jay, what are your socials? Gentleman JB without the second E. That's where you can find me on pretty much all platforms. I am on Twitter at Josh Follin. My new Bills hype joint just dropped on Friday if you want to get hype for the Chiefs game on Sunday. And my shift key is broke is my Instagram and my Oculus tag. Fuck the Yankees, Jay. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>